Welcome to In The Zone. I'm Chris Broussard. Before we get into it, if you like what you're hearing, please remember to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and SoundCloud. Give us five stars and give me your best take in the comments. Now that the NBA Finals are finally here, we're going to continue doing Me Against the World. It's just me against the world, baby. But our schedule will shift, meaning we'll have a brand new show after each game. So we'll be back this Friday talking the finals. But for today, we have special guest Seth Curry in the zone. All right, welcome to In the Zone. We have Seth Curry in. What's happening, man? What's going on, man? It's good to see you. You too, man. Welcome to the zone. I know you've been dying to get on In the Zone. I have. I I heard a lot about it. (laughs) Well, look, we, we like to talk and banter off off the set a lot about sibling rivalry. All right. So I got to ask you, who wins a two-on-two game between Seth Curry and Steph Curry mm-hmm. versus Mark and Paul Gasol? Mark and Paul, I was going to say Clay and his brother. I played with uh, – Where's his brother playing? I played with him in the D-League actually for a year. His brother? Yeah. yeah so he's, he's, he out, he's solid. Really? He, he, so was, he, with the, he was with uh, the Cavs for – uh, a couple months when we first came out of college a few years ago, but uh, we can start that one then. Yeah. Who, who wins that one first? Oh, I'm got us. I don't care who it is. It's, it's <laughs> uh, me and Steph, but uh, Powell and Mark. I mean, that'd be a good matchup. You know, what I'm saying you got to keep them out of the post. We got to send the double team a little bit, but y'all if we get stop the ball, the post. nah, no question. They, but, they couldn't guard y'all. Yeah, if we get the ball, we can we can put on some threes. So playing, it might depend playing on two who got ones the ball and twos. First. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If we get the ball first, we'll run them off. Yeah, it'd be that. That's what it'd be because all they would do is post. That's it. And and y'all, they all couldn't we do guard is spread y'all. them out. Yeah. That's it. So it would be that would be fun to watch. I think the longer the game went, the more advantage y'all would have because they get tired. Yeah, we got to foul them a little bit too. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> that's for sure. But look, man, you are you came off a really good year. You had no seven teams in your first four years in the league, but this year with Dallas, you really had a good season. About thirteen points a game. Uh, started 42 games out of 70. So are you? how are you feeling now about your place in the league versus, you know, a couple years ago? I mean, I feel confident. I mean, I, I, I always feel confident in myself that I could play in the league and things like that, just uh, just dominating in, in summer league and the D league and things like that. And when I played short stints last year in Sacramento, I felt I played well, mm-hmm. but I just needed to show that I could do it consistently over a long period of time, man. Uh, I mean, I got the opportunity this year in Dallas with early on. We got off to a horrible uh, start. Guys got injured, and Coach threw, threw me out there uh, extended periods of time and let me learn a little bit, and, and I was able to start halfway through the season, yeah. and we started playing a little bit better. So, I, it's just I want, like I said, I want to do it over the long period of time with teams game planning for me and things like that and showing that I could, I could add that to uh, what I do. So even when teams were cutting you and like Cleveland, was it Cleveland? You're on a ten day. Yeah, on ten day. They, yeah. So even then, you still felt really confident. Like, did was there a part of you that thought, man, I might not make it in the league or anything? Or I mean, like I said, you play in, in the D league, you never really know if you don't get the opportunity. But uh, personally, I was confident that I could because it wasn't like I went out there and I didn't play well. I got out there and I was overwhelmed. Or mm-hmm. I, I felt like I just wasn't ready to play at this level was I never really got the opportunity to go out there and, and prove it to myself and prove it to the 
to organization that I could play. You know what I'm saying? I would get to 10 days and play two minutes at the end of a game, you know what I'm saying, mm -hmm. not really get to prove it. So it wasn't like my confidence was ever shook in that in that way. Were you surprised you didn't get a, a better look early on? I mean, you played at Duke in yeah. average 17, so it wasn't like you didn't show anything. So were you surprised you didn't really get those opportunities early on? Uh, Somewhat. I mean, like I said, I, I was consistent at, at Duke playing well. I was, I mean, All-American, whatever. Uh, but I had an injury uh, my senior year. I had to sur get surgery on my leg right when the season was over uh, at Duke, so I wasn't able to work out for teams during the draft process. Uh, I just met with a few teams and things like that, and I wasn't able to compete with the people that were ranked above me and things like that. So uh, I think it was just a matter. If I step on the court, I feel like I'm going to show teams what I can do, but I didn't have the opportunity till two, three years ago. Yeah. Now, do you consider yourself – I mean, you play both shooting guard – and point guard, um, which one do you prefer? I get that question a lot. I I can't answer. I mean, I always my whole life I play both. You know what I'm saying I've I played a two guard, spread the floor, knock down shots, but also been one to create with the ball in my hands. Uh, played a pick and roll. I think uh, my first year in the D League, I played strictly point guard. Right. Okay. Was able to to I mean improve in, in that manner. And at Duke, I played basically strictly two. So I mean I was. I always take high pride in being able to play both, and I did a lot of that this year. I started probably just as many games at the point that I did the two. Okay. So, I mean, I think I, I some, another thing I could bring to a team is just that versatility. You feel because I think of you more as a two, just because your assist numbers have never really been that yeah. high. Um, is do you think you have to work on the passing as a point, or do you just see yourself in being in a system where you can kind of be a combo? Yeah, uh, I mean, I just. Try to make the right plays. I'm not going out there trying to. Uh, I mean, sure, I can pass, pass. pass. I'm, I know what I do. I know mm -hmm. I'm a score. And when I play the point guard, I'm. That's my mentality. The same way I'm gonna go out there trying to score the ball first and and uh, things like that. But I mean, one of the things that fit me so well with the Mavs organization, the way Coach uh, Carlisle likes in his guards, is he likes point guards who score. Okay. I mean, like got the JJ Barreas. I mean, Jason Terry played point when he was there Devin a little bit. Harris, yeah. Devin Harris, guys like that who, I mean, are scorers, some of them myself, and and can also make plays. I mean, pass when it's there, but they're not going out there putting up eight, mm -hmm. nine, ten assist mm -hmm. games. And, uh, I mean, Coach coach uh, likes that in his guards. Now, the owner of the Mavs, Mark Cuban, said he just admitted that y'all were tanking at the end of the <laughs> season. So... You were hurt, I know, with the shoulder injury. First of all, were you hurt, or did they just hold you out because nah, they didn't want to win games? I was, I was banged up, man. It wasn't. It was a case where I didn't want to. It wasn't necessary to play through injury, even though I could have. I was not. Yeah. No reason to play through injury with the last seven games of the season when we're not in the playoffs. But uh, that's funny he said that. I mean, he was. We were trying to, as players, you don't really know what tanking is, man. Because he said he did say the players just going out to win, okay. but we played young guys. Yeah. Knowing you probably going to lose because you're playing young guys. But in the that's what I was going to ask you. In the organization, in the locker room, are players aware of that? Or what's the, you know, what's yeah. kind of the mentality or the atmosphere when it's that situation? I mean, you can tell, I mean, towards the end of the season when – you got younger guys getting definitely more minutes that haven't played throughout the season. You got, uh, I mean, we had some of our starters when I was out. They would play the first half and not play the second half, mm -hmm. do stuff like that. I mean, I don't. Nobody ever says it's, it's tanking or anything like that. It's more 
developing the young guys. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> nah, it's just it's funny to have a owner or anybody in the organization finally admit that for once because yeah, you yeah. know you know what goes on. And I mean, it's not a good culture, but uh, the only way people are gonna, I mean, really it can change or people to realize is for somebody like in his position to say it, yeah. to admit it, and and then we the NBA or whoever can do whatever it takes to. To change that culture. Do you follow uh, the draft and college basketball heavily? Like, are you into this draft? Uh, I honestly just I haven't watched much college basketball, but I know I mean some of the prospects coming out uh, and things like that. I watch the tournament. If they play Duke, uh, I'm gonna see him. <laughs> <laughs> who who you really like? I mean, there's Lonzo Balls getting a lot of hype. And, nah, he can you know, play. Like I like him. him. Uh, I like the Duke guy, Jason, uh, Jason Tatum. Tatum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tatum, he can play. I've, I, mean, I played with him last summer, pick up when I went back to Duke a couple of times. He looked real good really? for his age. I mean, his footwork and his his game is – I mean, he got a pretty game. You think he's, he's a smooth. potential star? Oh, no question. Yeah, yeah, he got the size. He can shoot it. He, you know, like I say, his footwork is, is crazy. His one-on-one game is nice. So, uh, I mean, I like him a lot. Did you play with Grayson? You didn't play with Grayson. No, nah, I didn't. Now, do you know him? You know yeah, what I mean? yeah. What What do you think? Ha- you know, he had the temper tantrums last year and the kicking people. Like, what do you think kind of happened with that? I mean, he's a, uh, it's tough to say. I mean, he's a uh, obviously he's an emotional guy, and you see him on the bench, really getting really emotional. Mm-hmm. He plays with emotion, things like that. And I mean, when you're at Duke, you're in the spotlight, so anything you do is gonna get blown up. And it was it was a story that people paid attention to. So whenever it was anything similar or close to anything controversial with him, it would blow up and have people talking about it. But I mean, off the court, he's the opposite of what you see. I mean, he's a laid-back guy. Okay. I mean, he's a great guy. and I mean, I just I like his game, to be honest. He can play, and hopefully he, he gets back on the right track this year just uh, being one of the best players in the country. You um, obviously have shown great improvement through your career, and Steph, too. I mean, he's he's shown a lot of improvement. Um, when you see the – the heights that he's reached, does that inspire you to feel like, you know what, if I work hard, I can get, whether it's to his level or not, but I can get to a really high level as well? Oh, man, absolutely. You see, a, I mean, I'm able to get an up-close look at what he puts into his craft in the summers, his, how his game has developed over the, over the years and things like that. And, I mean, for my whole life, I won't say I compare myself to him with his stats or what he does on the court, but I measure myself to his work ethic and, our improvements year by year and things like that. And, I mean, it's, it's just good to see him, I mean, get to the level that he's at. And, uh, I mean, I'm just happy for him. But, so, I mean, to say, like, he's I – mean, this uh, stigma, like, he's all of a sudden jumped from being okay to just great in one year, it's not really the case to me. He's been dominant he at every level right he played. He played well. Yeah, too. like, he was dominant in college, leading the – I was 29 in college, yeah. led the country in scoring – Came in was run up to rookie of the year like he was he was on track to be a, a star and I said yeah. a two time MVP you know all that but did, did, did you he was he was good I knew he was gonna be a great NBA player so you you had no doubt he'd be like an all star player nah I mean you every level he played he figured it out I mean he didn't, he wasn't didn't pass the eye test he wasn't a huge guy he wasn't a prodigy in high school but he dominated high school he dominated in college I mean he was. Every he's his basketball IQ, his skill level, he's gonna figure it out. And uh I think just the, the ankle injuries early yeah. on kinda set that back a little bit. Why you think people overlooked him? I mean, his dad was an NBA player, you would have thought that would have helped, you know what I mean? Yeah, like I mean I think it's the eye test. I mean he was a late bloomer in high school growing up. Uh 
was I mean skinny kid, young, but he like I said, he was skilled. I think that was it. I mean, you compare him to the top prospects in college or the top prospects or high school and the top prospects in college going to the NBA, he didn't measure up uh, stature, mm -hmm. like bill-wise and things like that. So I think people question whether he could take the, the beating or things like that. So he's got he's three years older than you. Yeah. So growing up, how competitive were you guys with each other? Like, we were very competitive. I mean, I, we were close enough in age where I can run with him. I mean – he, uh, I can give him some competition in all the sports or whatever, in video games or whatever. It was it was real competitive. Uh, it made me better, and it was. I mean, we had some some crazy stories of us playing one on one, and my mom having to come out and break up some fights and ref the, <laughs> ref the games and all that type. Your of mom stuff. ref games? Yeah, she would come out and have to ref the game so it wouldn't break out into an all out brawl. <laughs> but uh, she times tells cut the lights off outside in the backyard and come inside and things like that. Just, uh, I mean, it was good times growing up. So were you as big as him? Like, I mean, you're obviously a few years younger, so. Was no, I was always, he was always a little bit bigger than me. But it was close. But it was, it was close enough to where it was competitive games. It wasn't like he was just running me over every yeah, time. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and it was just easy for him. He had to, he had to play to, to beat me. So have you ever beat him one-on-one? -on -one? Oh, yeah. Oh really? Yeah. When's the last time y'all played one on one? Last time we played was probably three years ago in a, after a workout. Uh, he beat me then. I'll be honest. With <laughs> but ever <laughs> since he hadn't played me, he always. I mean, he making deep playoff runs, so he, he don't want to. To he wants to rest. He don't want to play one on one. So, uh, I mean, that's the last time we played. When's the last time you beat him? Probably the summer before that. That summer we played. That was one time we played, and probably four, probably four years ago. So he's uh, a star then, and you beat him when oh he's yeah. a star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you. I was he, in college. I was in college. Okay. I mean, we, we, we. I mean, it's a good game. Does he get? Did he get mad? Like, like I would be mad if my. I know I have a brother that's a year younger than me. And yeah. Even if he beat me anything today, I'll be mad. So does oh, yeah. he get mad that or laugh? That's out? not gonna change. You're gonna be mad. It's, it's a different feeling when your brother beats you than anybody else. Like you, people say like they, we played him this year, and people be like, uh, "How's it feel to play against him?" Is you know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, it's it's weird, but you kind of want to compete harder because it's yeah, your brother. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You want to beat him even more. So does he say, uh, "Let's play right back, playing right back"? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do the same thing. But sometimes he's like, "No, nah, I'm done. I'm done." No. Do, do you guys work out together in the summer? Yeah, when we're in the same. Uh, I go out to the bay when I'm we're in the same city. We work out together uh, uh, as much as I can. I like to get in there and work with him. But like I say, he keeps making these playoff long playoff yeah. runs, and we're kind of he's kind of slowly works back into his workouts and. I'm already ramped up because I've been sitting yeah, for a yeah, month. Yeah. So uh, and we're kind of sometimes at different levels with, our, with the way we work out in the summer. What's the if you when you work out together? What's a typical workout like? What do y'all work on? Uh, I mean, it's a lot of obviously a lot of shooting stuff, a lot of uh, ball handling type stuff. It's some can be some weird uh, drills. Y'all uh, see them in the pregame uh, yeah. workouts, taking some weird shots and things like that, but. Uh, our trainers put it through a lot of different stuff to make it harder than game like was two balls or uh, three sometimes three balls tennis balls tight ball handling drills and things like that that kind of get you out of your comfort zone but uh, can make it 
when you get to a game a lot easier. You pretty much do all the same things he does yeah, working out. Yeah. So hit what's his range? I mean, I've seen him shoot thirty five footers in the game. Like, is that what? What would you say his range is? That's close. I mean, that's like 30, a good shot thirty five. Yeah. I mean, you say I always say your range is when you can shoot it and not change your your motion and. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you step out. The, most people step out 35 feet. They their shoot shot motion changes and it's, it doesn't look the same. But his the same. He can make that consistently. He thinks his range is half court. <laughs> like he really honestly, thinks, when he right. when he takes those half court shots, like he really thinks he's gonna make it every time. So <laughs> that, he thinks that's his range. But uh, I mean, yeah, we when we get in the gym and work on that type of stuff. You you gotta push yourself outside your comfort zone and take those type of shots to. Have the confidence to take him in the game. What's your range? It's out there. I don't. I wouldn't say I got the uh, the green light he does to take thirty five <laughs> footers consistently and miss them. But uh, I mean, I got I got pretty deep range and. Uh, Is it equal like to his? You think? It's. I'm. I say it's two or three steps behind the line consistently. Okay. So I don't know what that what that distance is, yeah. but uh, I think that's why I'm allowed to take shots from him right now. <laughs> do do you feel honestly you can be as good as him? Uh absolutely. I mean it's a That's saying a lot. No, no, no doubt. <laughs> I mean I gotta be in the right situation. Uh I'm saying uh consistently get better, show that I can that I'm uh worthy of having that responsibility and things like that. But um uh, I've I mean I work out with him in the off season, I know what he takes to get there. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm have the utmost confidence in myself, so uh, obviously got a little bit later start NBA wise, but uh, I mean I have the most confidence in my abilities, and I'm trying to prove that next year that I can take another step in my career. I picture you guys coming out of the womb shooting threes. I mean, because <laughs> your family—I mean, it's just ridiculous. Your dad, y'all yeah. too. Like, how much of it is natural? Your shooting ability. I mean, some of us, I mean, say genes or whatever it is, just being around. I think it's a lot of us being around the game when we were younger. My dad would bring us uh, to practices whenever he could, to games early, to to just follow him around, and and we were just watching NBA players uh, every single day at work. We were seeing watching them work out, shoot before the games, things like that. So consciously, it like sinks in. I think that's that's part of it, but I mean, you got to work on it. We weren't. I don't think I was allowed. Like if my dad came outside and were in the gym and saw me shooting threes, like just throwing it over my head, yeah. bad form, he'd be like, "I don't want you shooting any threes unless you can shoot it the right way. Don't do it." So uh, we would have to shoot close and with the right form. So I think that's a big misconception is that we just been shooting threes forever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's learning to shoot the right way and then until you can get back there and make it consistently what was it like with your dad in the NBA I mean you talked a little bit about it but can can you expand on some of the stories some of the things you saw as a kid that had that type of access to the NBA yeah I mean uh like I said he we're fortunate you had some some professional athletes NBA players who their kids aren't allowed to go to games all as much as all the time or they want their kids around in locker room and things like that but he brought us around all the time so we would be uh, sometimes we like they would let us jump in, shoot out, uh, shoot around games like spots. So it'd be like team, one team line on this corner, one on the other, and they would oh, let shoot, yeah man. they would let us jump in and and play. So you have Vince Carter. My dad was in Toronto. You have Vince Carter, Tracy McGrady, Muzzy Bogues, some of those guys shooting against them, and 
we were at that age, we were still some of the best shooters in the gym when it comes really? to spot shooting. How yeah. old were you at that point? I was in fifth grade. <clears throat> Steph was so he's eighth, seventh, eighth grade. Uh, so I don't. And you I guys were 10. shooting as well as them. Yeah, we could we could shoot three. Yeah, like we, when you would pick teams. Uh, in these shooting games, we would be one of the top picks. <laughs> yeah. really? We can pick before NBA players, like, <laughs> before some of the big men pick. So, uh, wow. I mean, we can shoot it. And, I mean, it's it's crazy you hear guys like Vince still in the league or see him around the NBA gym. Like, I remember you were a little kid, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, tell us some stories of what we used to do back in the day. So what would they? how would they treat y'all? What would they say to you guys? Like, I mean, you were around a lot, like, how would the NBA players treat you guys? I mean, we're always, uh, from what I remember, it was always welcoming. You know, it was fun just being around. Uh, they would go, I mean, yeah, they would go through their business, and we try to stay out the way, try not yeah. to, uh, you know what I'm saying, make it be a burden. But, uh, I mean, they treat us like like family. And, I mean, you have NBA uh, locker rooms. It's, it's real, like, you see each other every day. So it's like family, you always around, always around. It's just we were just like another part of the team, just walking around the locker room. <laughs> that must build your confidence, though. Is yeah. that why you, you and Steph were so confident, even when people kind of look down on you? Yeah, I mean, I don't say you know, like we know what it takes to be there, but, I mean, it's not like a stage is too big. We've been in every NBA arena. We've been in the locker room. We kind of know uh, most rookies come in, they don't really know what it's, what it's like being an NBA player, coming to the gym every day, being in the locker room atmosphere things like that, but I mean, we knew it because we were doing it our whole lives. So uh, I think that was a, gave us a little bit of uh, advantage. Who who was your favorite player growing up? Whether it was Mine somebody, was yeah. Tracy McGrady and and Muggsy Bowes. So uh, my dad played probably 11, 12 years with Muggsy, one of his best friends. I, me and one of Muggsy's sons is the, are the same age, oh, yeah. best friends to this day. and. I'd be over his house all the time. So, and when I was young, Muggsy was my height. I was, I was probably taller than him when I was like 10, 11. So, I mean, he would come out in the backyard with us and and one on one play. I try to post him up. I'm like 10, trying to post up Muggsy. But I mean, that's yeah. I think Muggsy probably my favorite player of all time. He got a crazy story. Yeah, it was amazing. He and he was tough too, man. He was a great, yeah. great player. He wasn't just in the league because he was small. I mean, nah, he, was, he played 13 years in the league. Yeah, that's that's yeah. crazy. At yeah. that, at five three. No, nah, he was he was great. Um, how? So what with shooting games with your dad? I mean, would you guys play horse? You go around the world. Like, I can't imagine the shooting games in your family. Now it's just horse and yeah, like you said, around the world, just spot shooting games, things like that. But uh, if we have a cookout or something, we will go out there and. Get competitive for so a little bit. So he'll still shoot your dad. Yeah, he'll still shoot. He won't play one on. He won't move. Anything you got to move too much, <laughs> he's not doing. So if you can walk and take his time and shoot yeah. it, he he can play with us. He'll play and and he'll talk junk. Can while he he's doing still it. shoot with y'all? Oh, absolutely. So who who I mean, who wins the most? Who would you say is the best shooter uh, in the family? Man, that's hard to say. Like it's really real equal when it comes to those shooting games. All of us can shoot. Uh, my dad, like I said, he's from. If he's shooting a spot shot, he's he's probably eighty percent at this day. Like nobody guarding him, or anything like that. He can shoot it. Uh, he got range, all that type of stuff. So, but if it's a horse, if it's a trick game, Steph got all the tricks in the book. Oh, really? Like okay. he's, I mean, he's got 
crazy horse shot trick games, but sometimes <laughs> my dad outlaws those. So it's just a, <laughs> so it's just a uh, three point shooting game. Wow. Um, how obsessed were you guys with basketball coming up? Uh, I mean, I was obsessed. I was probably more obsessed than, than Steph was really? growing up. But I definitely we played all types of different sports. Uh, but I mean, I was a I'm still am an NBA basketball junkie. Man, that's all I do: watch basketball, play, and uh, yeah, I, I'm a basketball junkie. So y'all, you guys, your goals were to make it to the NBA. Yeah, I mean, just being in the gym every day, like. Being in around the type of environment, things like that, uh, I, mean, I think that's made us fall in love with the game and want to be an NBA player. And uh, by then, no means like I was like I'm gonna be an NBA player. Like I really didn't know, but that's what I wanted yeah. to do. My dad would uh, tell us, "I mean, you gotta work on it uh, every day. You gotta. I mean, it's not gonna be an easy path and nothing like that." And I mean, just fortunate that both of us were able to make it. What other sports did you guys play growing up? I played baseball, football, soccer. I play. They wanted to play all types of sports. My mom did. She didn't want us to just play basketball. Yeah. She wants to play all types of sports and find out what we like. But I mean, all along we knew we wanted to play basketball. Yeah. Were you guys really good in any other sports? I was a good baseball player. That was probably my second favorite sport. I was a good pitcher. Uh, Steph was still a good golfer. He played I on. He played, yeah, he played on the golf team in high school. Uh, but some people say he, if he focused on it, he he could probably be on the tour or something. I he thinks so. <laughs> yeah, for sure. He he is probably him saying that. <laughs> but, uh, nah, he's he's real good. For the time that he can play to have to be as good as he is, it's it's it's, it's tough to do. So you don't play much. I golf? play, but I don't play a lot. I mean, I'm okay. good enough to play around with them and things like that. But I'm him and my dad are serious. Like they're good scratch golfers. Yeah. 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 Um, do you obviously raised in an NBA family, basketball family? What do you think of um Levar Ball and what he's doing with his kids? Uh, I mean, I don't mind it at all. I mean, he's it's, it's his family, it's his the way he want to raise his sons. I mean, it's hard for anybody for me to tell him how he wants to raise his sons, but uh, I mean, as long as it's, I mean, I'm I don't really hear nothing from uh, Lonzo or nothing like yeah. that, so I don't really know how he feels, honestly, about it. Yeah. But uh, it's hard for me to say anything about it uh, bad because, I mean, it's his family. He's going to do what he, what he does, and time will tell how it works out for him and and, and his and his family. Do you and uh, Steph ever talk about playing together one day? Nah, we haven't. Yeah. I was When I came out, of uh, I was undrafted, so I, I spent the uh, preseason – on the with the Warriors because I was rehabbing, going through uh, after my surgery and things like that. We were on the same team for like a month in preseason. Okay. Uh, so, uh, but recently, now nah, I, I like I like competing against them, doing my own thing. <laughs> I bet you love to play in that system, though. Oh, who? Yeah, as a shooter, as a uh, I mean, a guard with that type of freedom movement. Uh, I mean, uh, that's a dream. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I I felt like when KD went there, I, I felt like, and I've said it, Steph really showed a lot of humility in bringing yeah. KD because he could have he had the clout and he could have been like gone to the gym, the coach been like, look, we we don't really need another player. We yeah. could have won it this year. Now KD had that. He asked him like, do you want me to come? He could have. You know what I'm saying, Steph, yeah. like you said, he had to accept him. I'm saying him, Clay, Draymond, they expect accept them because they were already 
probably the best team in the mm -hmm. league over the past two, three years. And I mean, that's a big change for to allow KD to come in. And and so Steph, those guys, Steph tried to, when he got there, took a step back, tried to make him feel comfortable. You know what I'm saying, give him, let him be the first option, yeah. get a lot of shots, things like that. And I mean, I'm sure it was tough to do. I was going to say, like, did y'all ever talk about about that dynamic of, you know, because I'm going to be honest, there's probably superstars that wouldn't have wanted KD mm -hmm. to come there. You know, did y'all ever talk about the human, just the dynamic of, hey, you, you really want another star there or can it take away from your game or anything like yeah, that? We talked about it a little bit. I mean, it's, it's, it's a big deal, like I said, for to have him come over. Uh, I think that from my – from what some stuff he said, and from my uh, my viewpoint, I think it's Steph was making a decision of longevity in his career, and you know, we, last year was a uh, wear on him because every night he had to just put score 30, 35, 40, and be consistent over the playoffs. And I mean, he wants to be his best when when it's needed in the playoffs. And I think uh, to to extend that run and to extend that, you, it's gonna help to have another superstar who can carried a load at times and and things like that. So it's, I think it's going to help his career and, and help him play longer and play at a high level for longer. Mm -hmm. How certain are you that the Warriors are going to win the championship? <laughs> I'm not certain at all. <laughs> I mean, I think it's going to go six, seven games. And, I mean, I think they're the best team in the league. But LeBron, LeBron's at his level. It's the well he played last year, those last – three games or four games yeah, in the in the yeah. finals and the way he's been playing this year, it's it's tough to beat. I mean, you never seen him have to play the Warriors with KD now. You know what I'm saying? He got to guard KD a little bit. Yeah. And KD, they got to – that's a matchup he has to deal with. But, I mean, anytime you got LeBron on the other end, man, you can't – you're never certain. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, but, if, we, if we put you on the spot, who's your what's your pick? I got Warriors, man, with – I think, like I said, I think they're the best team. I mean, better team. I'm seeing, uh, but they got Warriors in seven, man. This, <laughs> it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a, another uh, series that's come down to a shot or two, man. And I mean, both sides got big time stars and big time players who, who wanna, who got stuff to prove from stuff in the past. KD got stuff to prove. Steph got stuff to prove. Yep. I mean, Brian, all those type of guys. So it's, it's, I think it's gonna be fun. How how tough was that on Steph to lose it last year? I mean, when they were up three one, had one seventy three games and all that. It was tough. I mean, it was. It was I mean, he, he made make it. He made it known he didn't play as well as he wanted to. Uh, I mean, it was he. It was tough to see because he was. He knew he was banged up. Yeah, yeah. A lot of times in the playoffs, he wasn't able to get to the level that he needed to be at or that he was throughout most of that season. Uh and I mean, like you said, he got stuff to prove coming in the playoffs. He he learned a lesson from I think their whole team learned a lesson from last year that not they kinda wanna pace themselves and and not come back from injuries too early, not wear themselves out throughout the regular season in the playoffs and and I think they're gonna be at their best in the in the finals. So uh like I said it's gonna be a it's gonna be a good match of Cavs take care of business. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure they will. But <laughs> so he's thinking because like I thought he should have been the Finals MVP two years ago. Um, mm -hmm. Last year, obviously they didn't win, but he's looking at redemption. 
from team a team aspect, but also individually because people say he hasn't played that well. You know what I mean in the finals. So that's that's part. Yeah, of it too. I mean he's look at his numbers. His numbers are good. For, I mean yeah. for finals, but compared to what he did in the previous uh, playoffs, previous series, and regular seasons, it's it's not where he he knows he should be mm-hmm. and where he's been at, and whether that's injuries or whatever whatever case, just not playing as well. Uh, I mean, he wants to he wants to have a, a special series, you know what I'm saying? He wants to be who he has been over the whole playoffs and, and the finals and, and add that to his his resume. So, uh, I mean, that's what they've been gearing up for all year is his finals. So how, how similar are you and Steph off the court? Not similar at all. Really? Uh, very, yeah, very opposite. Steph more of a goofy, uh, energetic guy. The way he's on the court, just all the little yeah. manners, and he's always joking around, laughing. That's how he is. I'm more of a laid-back type guy, uh, kind of quieter, things like that. But we're we're not too similar. So you have any hobbies other than basketball? Like you said, yeah, I'm, I like to uh, like him, I like to fish, hunt and fish, do that type of thing. Uh, with my dad, like when they spend time, they go play golf on a lot. We'll go hunt or go fish or something like that. So I got the the country boy type aspects <laughs> for my dad. <laughs> so with with Steph being two time MVP and all that, in the family, he just regular said like there's no he just gets treated the same old way. Oh yeah, he hadn't changed at all. And nobody changed. I mean see he's a the same old goofy guy growing up. And I mean that's the way it should be. All right man, well look I appreciate the time. Yes, sir. Great talking with you, and I'm looking forward to seeing what you do next year because you, appreciate I think you've really, since you got your chance to shine, you started to show something. So um, I'm going to be watching. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me. Yep. Yep. And if you don't know, now you know. That's it for today's show. Please don't forget to subscribe to In The Zone on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcast app. And tell us what you think in the comments. See you next time. Peace. Yeah. I'm in my zone. Yeah. I'm in my zone.